Welcome to the Energy Nerd Show, powered by Synapse Energy Economics and Climable.org. Energy Nerd Show. Hey, Jeannie. Yeah, bro. Who's our guest on the show today? Today we have Jack Smith from Synapse Energy Economics. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. Good morning. How's it going? It's good. It's going well. Good. How are you? So far, so good. It's been a really exciting week. We have a new EPA regulation that's now on the books, a final rule this week on effluent limitation guidelines. So a lot of a lot of exciting things are happening. That's awesome. So uh, how's renewable energy doing? Renewable energy is flourishing. Uh, 2022 was just a, a banner year and, you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but for the first time ever, solar, wind and battery capacity on the U.S. grid exceeded coal capacity, which is thrilling. But that's all three combined, so it's not really a fair fight, right? Well, of course it is. I mean, coal has been on the decline for, for many, many years. This is the continuation of long trends. And on the grid itself, all resources are competing against one another all the time. And really, we're talking about the dirtiest form of generation versus zero emissions generation. So from that perspective, it's just emissions versus no emissions. It's a totally fair fight. So you're talking about megawatts of capacity, right? Yes, that's exactly right. We're not talking about just generation, but this is just total installed megawatts on the ground. Um, At the end of 2022, there were 225 gigawatts with a G of renewable capacity installed compared to coal's 216 gigawatts. So renewables are leaping ahead. That's great. Do you have ideas about the biggest drivers of that um, shifting share of capacity? First, there's sort of the driver that's been shifting the energy industry for a long time is just the retirement of old and uneconomic coal plants, plants that no longer make money, that can no longer be kept in service, that are old, that are polluting, and that as new environmental rules come on the books, face higher compliance costs to keep our air and water clean. Second, there's just the low we call the marginal costs of other resources, including gas, but also wind and solar. So it's just a lot cheaper to produce power through gas, through wind and through solar than it is to produce power through coal. And a lot of these resources are a lot more flexible. So coal is just a very difficult type of resource to keep on your grid at this point. That's good news. Definitely. So I'll hit you with some more numbers. Obviously, the COVID pandemic threw a wrench into all sorts of trends that we see in the electric sector. But one that I want to call attention to is in 2021, this is sort of just post-COVID pandemic, as the economy is is beginning to open up again, annual electricity sales increased by 2%, which at the time was really large. You might think of this as a sort of rebound um, as the economy wakes up again. This last year in 2022, electricity sales increased again by 3%. So this is actually the highest year-on-year growth seen since the U.S. transitioned out of the, the Great Recession in, in 2009 and 2010. So the fact that post-COVID rebound electricity sales are still growing at this large rate, 3%, that's really significant. Do we know how much of that might be due to electrification, just switching off of, obviously for heating, switching off of oil or gas? Yeah, I mean, it's heat pumps and EVs is, is, the, is the long and short of that. It's obviously continued economic growth, continued population growth, but it's also, you know, long-term drivers of electrification. Bruce, like you said, EV adoption increases every year. Every year, it seems like last year's projections for growth are obsolete and undershot what we're actually seeing. So that's really exciting too. I'll hit you with some more numbers. Since reaching an all-time peak in 2007, 
2022, we saw electric sector CO2 emissions also decline. They actually declined to 1,534 million metric tons. So the long story short here is there's still a ways to go to get to net zero, but we're really seeing the continuation of this trend since 2007 in year-over-year declining emissions. And obviously that tracks with declining coal capacity on the grid every year. Uh, This past year was actually second behind 2020 in terms of having the lowest level of emissions since the 1970s. And 2020 obviously was the COVID year. So the fact that 2022 takes that second place behind 2020 is, is again, just a signal that these trends are strong and they're continuing and we can expect them to continue into the future. Well, the CO2 reduction trend is happening at the same time as an electricity sales increase. So that's, that's impressive. And Bruce, on top of that, that trend in declining emissions is happening as GDP continues to increase. So we're seeing really long-term decoupling in the U.S. economy, decoupling economic growth from emissions. And this, this maybe is the most inspiring finding um, in our year in review is that GDP continues to grow um, while CO2 emitted per dollar has actually declined by 60% since 1990, which is pretty amazing. Cool. So if uh, nerd show uh, watchers want to uh, see more of the graphs from the uh, this year in review to which you refer, um, where should they go? They can go right to the Synapse Energy Economics website. Each year around this time, we publish our year in review, which gives just top level, a few bullets, a few slides with some graphs that looks back at the last year and says, hey, here's what changed. Here are exciting trends that continue. Here are exciting trends that we see beginning. If there were worrying and depressing uh, and distressing trends, would you include them in that year in review? I think we would. I mean, luckily for us, what we see are really positive trends. I mean, against the background of all of this, of course, you know, we have a war in Ukraine. We have gas prices that have been, you know, up, down, sideways this past year. There are a lot of, you know, energy is one of those things that matters so much. So any changes that you see can affect the economy and move it up or down. Um, But long-term trend-wise, we're seeing decarbonization, we're seeing economic growth, we're seeing cleaner air, cleaner water, um, and that's all reason to be excited. Great. Well, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, it was great hearing all this. Thanks, Jack. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Check out the show notes for visuals and links for more info on the topics discussed. You can find the Energy Nerd Show on social media pretty much everywhere at Energy Nerd Show or on our website at energynerdshow.com. Thanks for listening.